Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago. I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. So cool. I, I, we had kind of a weird topic actually this week. Um, I, I don't even know that we had like a real, real topic. It was um, what you need to do if you're ready for a new future was kind of the topic. We didn't get a lot of questions on that. Um, so we're actually going to go with the questions we do have. If anybody doesn't know, Joey is my head coach or client success director in our Thrive program. So I like having him involved. Um, that's why we kind of alternate, especially when I'm traveling. Um, he is able to speak into the content. He leads the Thrive program. So anything that he uh, says, pretty much for the most part, I would back up 100%. I say for the most part, because sometimes he does say some dumb shit. And I go, what the fuck are you saying? Why are you saying that? That's that's on another. Uh, that's on another. I'm human. I'm yeah, human. Exactly. You're human. I'm human. Shit. I, just, I say some dumb shit all the time. But uh, all right, let's get this thing rolling. Um, you know what? I want to start with uh, this first question from, Ch- is it Chun Ming Lin? I uh, hope I said that correctly. There you go. Um, I want to learn how to fix my codependency. God, that's a tough one. <laughs> he said, I want to learn how to fix my codependency. Don't we all? Okay, I'm going to change your language here. Do not refer to your wife as stupid because that says more about you than it says about her. I know we were laughing here for a second, but that's the truth of it. I do not like language that, that calls out women as stupid or bitches or whores or hoes or any of those things. So I love you, Chun. I don't know you, but that's my thing to you, man. Don't call her stupid. All right. I'll, I'll ignore that. My wife takes my son and moved out and stonewalling me. Now it's under divorce court. Okay. So it sounds like you're just in a lot of pain surrounding what do I do now that she has done this and, and, and what do I do with it? So I see this time as not a time to waste, but it is, it is your greatest opportunity for growth. And the reason I say that is because when you can't communicate with the person that you care about, love, cherish, et cetera, it exposes everything like literally exposes everything. And so my recommendation to you is to do some journaling, to write your feelings, your thoughts, the things that are coming to your mind. And the reason I say that is because when you can do that, when you can actually um, get to a place where you're honest with your feelings and what you really feel, it'll actually change the dynamic of your relationship. And I say, this is the greatest, okay. Can you guys still hear me? All right. I had to switch to microphones. Uh, This is the greatest season of growth opportunity you have. And so by facing these inner demons without somebody else around, it gives you the opportunity to grow. Um, I remember as I went through my divorce, again, I chose divorce, but it still fucking hurt. And in that, I remember, you know, letting my kids go with their mom and I would just cry and I would just sit there and cry. But but I'd stop and I'd say, you know what, I can feel sorry for myself or I can do something. And I decided I'm, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself. I am going to grow through what I go through. Um, it's a statement that, that we have here. There's an argument over who actually invented the statement. I still think I invented it, but Joey says he invented it. So we say it all the time in Thrive, and that is that we get to grow through what we go through. And that is the truth of the, that is the, truth of the matter, right? If we're not growing through it, what are we doing? Like we're wasting our time. So, Chun, as, as hard as it is right now, I would say this is the best opportunity for you to face who the fuck you are. So what I'm looking at is who are you as a man? 
How do you show up as a man? Yeah, we got a tattoo of it. Uh, who are you as a man? How do you show up as a man? What did you contribute? How did you contribute to the failure of your marriage? How did you contribute to the failure of your marriage? It, it, it's easy to harp and, and, and cry and pain over all the shit and go, I, why me, my stupid wife, this bitch, this whatever, but that doesn't move you forward. That never will move you forward because all that is is victim bullshit. And we don't like victims here. We like victors because we train men to be leaders. We don't train men to be little boys. And that's what we do here. So hopefully that's on for you. Hopefully that's something you can resonate with. Joe, did you have anything else to chime, chime in on what I just said? Yeah. I mean, as far as codependency, you know, there's no independence independence. And, you know, I think when it comes to a relationship, partnership, marriage, um, we need to have our lives together and we need to have our lives apart. And realistically, when so many things are commingled and intertwined together, um, that's when the codependent side starts to happen. And I also will second what Mark had said. Um, let's just stop the language of like negative verbiage towards our wife because nothing good comes from that. I understand that it can come off as descriptive, um, but we just don't need it. But when it comes to breaking that cycle of codependency, I'll just add on to what Mark said. It comes from you knowing yourself. Right now, you have no idea who you are. That reflection, when you look in the mirror, isn't reflecting a familiar face, and that's the problem. The moment you realize that you are not only the problem, but you're also the solution, is when you'll get on the other side. It literally starts with you. Right now, it's tough to ideate life outside of your pain. It exists. You just literally have to go through it and you have to take it day by day. And if that's too much, take it 10 minutes by 10 minutes and go from there. But everything you've done up until now hasn't gotten you where you want to be. So we're offering an opportunity to try something different, um, whether it's five day or the Thrive program. Um, that's really where the change starts. You know, the podcasts, the books and things like that will only get you so far and inherently men aren't transformed by information they are transformed by transformation and by having applied pressure that's exactly what we do we hold you to the fire so you have no choice but to get on to the other side i'm complete there thank you so we also uh, had one of our alumni from thrive on here um, yeah. we've got andrew ellert that just came in alumni that's like a big word man yeah, he, look at, he looks like the professor over there. He's an alumnus. Yeah, he is. Good to see you, Andrew. Uh, and Tom Broad also is here, too. Um, awesome. So Mark got a question here. How to rebuild trust with her when I've lost it? Rebuilding trust. That, man, that was a fucking loaded question. Um, <laughs> I love it when we get these, like, really packed in questions that, like, we can't answer in, like, 20 minutes. Um but here's here's what I would say is when you when you look at rebuilding trust, you've lost trust because of usually actions or words or something. Right. So here's the thing is the thing that lost you the trust with her is not actually the words or the actions. It's the beliefs behind the words and the actions. I'll say that again. It's not the words and actions that helped you lose trust. It is the beliefs behind the words and actions. And where do our beliefs come from? They come from our identity. And so if you've lost trust through a lack of identity that created beliefs, which led to actions and thoughts that made you lose trust, 
how do you reverse engineer that? You reverse engineer that by changing not the actions and the and the and the behavior, you know, the behaviors. That's that's not the thing. Because you can change the behaviors, but if you haven't changed the core identity, she's gonna be like, you're full of shit. So what has to happen to rebuild trust is an identity process has to be gone through. You have to undergo creating a new identity inside of you. And that is the disempowered versus the empowered man uh, conundrum. When we look at that all the time in empowered man is we are not here to fix your marriage. We're here to save you. We're here to save you. And by doing that, we save families. We don't always save marriages, but we definitely save families by doing that. And that is the point. That is the purpose. Why? Because we can't change her. We cannot change what your wife does or ex-wife does or any of those things. What we can change is you, but only you can do it yourself. Shit. We can give you the best tools. We can give you the best um, things to do, things to look at, and and books and, and, and exercises and actions and all these things. But at the end of the day, you have to want change for you. You have to want to become an empowered man and no longer live as a disempowered man because that's what's happening. So to build trust, what you have to do is literally reverse engineer what is the identity of a man who's trustworthy? What is the core identity, Mark, of a man who is trustworthy? That's the man you must become. Whether you rebuild trust with her or not doesn't even matter. The fact is you have to rebuild trust with yourself. That's, what's ma- that's what matters. Is by rebuilding trust with yourself and being comfortable in your own skin and coming to a place of love for yourself, you suddenly become the kind of man that she can trust. And now whether or not she chooses to trust you, it's still up to her. That's the beauty of boundaries, right? She can have a boundary of saying, hey, I'm not, I, I'm not going to go there with you anymore. I'm done with you, et cetera. And she can do that for herself. But just the same, so can you. Because you can do the work on yourself. And I see this all the time, all the time with guys that come to our Thrive program. And they start doing the work on themselves. And suddenly they realize and recognize they have been walked all over. And they start to realize the codependency, the toxicity of their marriage, and that their wife doesn't want to work on themselves, and they end up moving on. They end up leaving the marriage. And again, it's not for me to say whether or not you should divorce someone. Personally, that's the route I chose after years and years of trying to work through things. And as I grew, there was a lack of growth on the other side. There was a lack of what I call repentance on the other side. And that that lack of growth for her ended up for me being, I can't be in this situation anymore. Therefore, I am moving on and making the better decision, in my opinion, the best decision I've ever made in my life next to Jesus. And that is the truth of it. Um, I, I cannot explain, express it any other different way. Um, if you, if you, when you follow me on Facebook, I wrote a post about it the other day about the, you know, what we teach our kids and, and receiving love. And the fact is, is most of you don't know how to receive anything. And hence why you keep trying to give something to someone who doesn't want to receive it. And by doing that, you keep yourself stuck in a cycle of trying to give something to somebody who doesn't know how to receive it themselves. And it starts with the fact that you can't receive love for yourself. You have to be able to love you before you can love someone else. How the fuck can you love your wife if you don't even love you? That's why I challenge guys all the time. And they go, goes, uh, this, that, or the other. And I go, do you, you know, they say, oh man, I'm so in love with my wife. I just, I love her. I can't live without her. And I'm like, when I hear that, I, what I usually hear is you actually love yourself more than you love her. You just can't fathom the fact that she left your ass and it's ego that's in the way. The ego is the thing that you actually love because that's who you think you are. And in reality, that's not who you are. You are bigger than that. You are better than that. But that's what you were trained from a child. 
so you have we have so many fucked up childhoods. We have so many things that we go through, experience toxic bullshit as children that teach us things. And our ego is there to protect us. Our ego is there to protect us from the abuse of our father, or our mother. Our ego is there to protect us from the, our uncle who fucking sexually molested us. Whatever the shit is that you guys experienced and went through, all that stuff is real and it's all there. But the fact is, as men, is we don't want to encounter that. We don't want to face those inner demons. We don't want to look at the stuff that happened. We dismiss it. We push it away, push it away, push it away. And the more we push it away, the, the more our anger starts to get bigger and, and badder. And we think our power comes through our dick. We think our power comes through our car. We think our power comes through our money and through all those things, as opposed to our power just being here and just being centered with ourselves. I know I sound like a Buddhist right now, but I'm not. The reality is, the truth of it is, is there is a peace that can come to live inside of you in that peace. It is the thing that gives you the power to live in that strength. Joe, do you have anything to add to that before I go on? No, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. <laughs> I'm not used to you being this silent, but okay. Um, this is good. I mean, okay. I always have stuff to add, but I think <laughs> you're hitting the nail on the head so clearly and concisely that anything I would add would just be more dense information. But I think yeah. just getting straight into the point is what these guys are looking for. Yep. Yeah, she says I didn't have empathy. That's a, that's a very good possibility. And you you probably didn't have empathy. There were probably times and seasons that you didn't show empathy. And that's where you have to look at yourself and go, how can I own that? Ownership is not apologizing. Ownership is a lifestyle. Ownership is not apologizing. It is a lifestyle. And a lifestyle of ownership is something that literally helps you understand that you you have to be humble and that humility is your power. Joy is your strength. Humility is your power. And those two combined make for a powerful, empowered man. That's what we talk about in Thrive and our five-day challenge. If you have that humility, you have – and make sure you're muted, guys. You, you are powerful, and the joy gives you strength. What woman wants to be around a guy who's prideful and is sad and depressed all the time? None. What were they attracted to in the beginning? The fact that you were a little self-abasing. And maybe, you, you know, you, you, you did things to, to make her feel loved and appreciated. And, and maybe you went out of your way to open the car door and doing things for her and thinking about her. Right. That was that was your humility, preferring her above others. People think humbleness means like you have to take all the punches. That's not humility. Humility is preferring somebody over you. Humility is preferring somebody over you. I'll say it one more time. Humility is preferring somebody over you. That just means that, hey, I'm going to give her preference in this particular thing, it doesn't mean you don't lead. It doesn't mean you sit back and not do shit. It just means that I'm preferring this person by doing that. I'm serving them, which means I'm truly a leader because that's what men are meant to do. We are meant to lead. We don't lead by telling her what to do. We lead by example. We lead by having authority and the authority comes from trust in our words that we say. And so it all comes back together. So you got a guy who's in humility. He's got what? Power. You got a guy who's in, in, in joy. He's joyful. He has strength. And those two combined make for an empowered man. Because again, a woman wants to be around a man who's humble, but he's also joyful. It's that joy that they're like, man, that's infectious. I want to be around someone who's not just sad and depressed and angry all the time. They want to be around someone who's joyful because that joy is contagious to them. They want to feel joy. Shit, they've got their own shit they're going through. They've been abused themselves. I mean, so many women, 30, 40, 50% of women have been sexually abused. I don't even know the statistics anymore. 30%, 40% of, of women have been sexually abused in some kind of way by a male figure, an authority figure. And you go into a marriage with that shit? 
Of course you're going to lead down some some nasty roads. Of course you're going to cheat. Of course you're going to do these things because you haven't dealt with that trauma because you don't know what's actually happening, right? And I'm not excusing that by any means. I'm not saying it's okay for her to do those things. But that's what happens when you got these two dysfunctional people getting together, trying to get married, trying to fit a, a square peg into a round hole. It ain't happening, right? Or a round peg into a square hole, whatever the fucking saying is. It ain't happening. Why? Because you have all this dysfunction. And dysfunction breeds more dysfunction. And so now here you are. Let's see. Andrew said, uh, can't pour from an empty cup. Not only was my cup empty, but it had a hole in it. She kept pouring in, but it was never enough. Not until I learned to love myself was I able to adequately start loving others. Yeah. And it took him a long time, right? His journey with us was not a three-month journey. It was a longer journey than that. Um, and he's still working on himself. He's still going through it and still pressing forward with the tools that we gave him and the friendships that he got from our program. Joey, anything to add? I'm going to roll. <laughs> no, I... I you know, when it comes to like really pouring into yourself and like this concept of like loving yourself, I think a lot of guys um, get confused at first. Like, what do I do? Do I take a bath? Do I read this book? Literally fucking anything. Yeah. Start doing anything to pour into yourself. Start small and then build on top of that. But if you just kind of sit there waiting in the shit of just hoping things will get better, but you're actually not doing anything towards it. Yeah. Nothing will get better until you actually put work towards it. Think about when you start a fire. If you don't stoke the fire, a fire does not start. And the same thing can be said for you. We're trying to ignite the fire by starting the spark, but you still need to stoke the fire. Um, let's see. I've got some email questions here. Can't seem to detach from the outcome. Focus on moving forward, but I keep seeing to come back to wanting this woman in my life, despite the fact she's walked away from me. Yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's ego stuff, right? It, it's hard for us to let somebody walk away from us who we don't want to walk away from us. And if, if we're not careful, we walk in ego, which is not humility. It's, it's a disempowered state. Um, we have to be able to allow this person to, to do that. We don't control her. We don't miss, she's not our possession. I was listening to a guy the other day talking with one of our advisors about his wife as if she was his employee. And I'm like, bro, she's not your employee. What just because you're a business owner doesn't mean everyone should, you know, bend at your 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 beck and call. And this is why I think it's important for men, no matter where they are in life, men need accountability, period. We need other men and not just to like call like, you know, see see how wrong we are or see when we're messing up, but to call us forward. So accountability is something that only elite people actually want. Most people, when I say accountability, they're like, oh, gosh, I don't really want accountability. But elite people actually crave accountability. Like any high performer, I've studied a lot of uh, high performance stuff. Friends with Todd Herman, who, who works with all kinds of athletes, Russell Wilson, Ty, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade. He's worked with all of these guys. And, and they all have this similar thing in common, which is any high performer in sports, business, celebrity, doesn't matter what they are. They all want accountability. They want accountability because they know that that is the path to leadership. That is the path to greatness. And again, we're not talking greatness like you've got to be this big celebrity. Like all of, all of us are average Joes here, right? None of us are like these huge superstar people. I may be more influential than you, but I'm still just a regular guy who puts on his pants just like you do. I, I may have a you know large business and be successful and all this stuff, but I'm still just a human. And I make mistakes and I mess up. The fact of the matter is, is I need accountability. I need integrity. I need those things to be successful in life. And where I don't, where I lack that is usually where I lack growth. 
right? You think about the areas in your life right now that lack growth. It's because you probably don't have accountability. That's a good one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Go Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to the areas that they lack growth, it does come from accountability. But the other thing that we do inside our program is the big thing of collapsing time. Yep. That's what we do. We collapse time. What may take one, two, fuck, even some guys that come in. Mark, how many calls have we listened to where guys are like, I've been dealing with this for seven years? Oh, yeah. All like, the time. man, that's what we do, guys. We collapse time. What may take other guys three years, we try to accomplish that in three months. And if yep. we don't accomplish it, then guess what? We can continue on and keep working with you. But the only way out is through. But guys, realistically, you need accountability, regardless of the level that you're at. Even when you're winning, you still need accountability. Even 100%. when you've gotten out of the shit, you need accountability even more at that point. Because yep. that's when you're like, oh, my shit doesn't stink. I made it out of the fire. I'm good. Yeah, it's it's never good. You just got to keep the pressure on because the moment you stop, you revert. And then we get the message, brother, you're never going to guess what happened. I bet you I can. I bet you I can. Yeah. I, I would say this, too, is it's not just, you know, again, we think of accountability as like talking about the the, the fact that, you know, we're, we're bad people or we, we need we need help because we're, we're sinners, if you will. The accountability is really about calling out who you really are. And when you surround yourself with a circle of men like we have in Thrive who are all living at a higher level, and, and even – and I'm not talking about financial. Like, yeah, obviously we have financial successful people. We've had billionaires even in our program before, which was crazy. Um, we've had some super successful people that we had to, like, sign agreements so we can't share their name, things like that. And even in that context, though, they recognize the need for this, this type of accountability because it wasn't about them falling backwards. It was about them falling forward. And and that's the difference, right? It's because a lot of times you can go into this type of situation and think, okay, uh, I need this because I don't want to fall backwards. It's like, no, your your mindset should be, I need this so I can fall forward. I want to keep going forward. And that's what coaching is because therapy, a lot of you are in therapy or you're trying to go to therapy and you're like, oh, you know, this thing isn't really working. That's because it's so focused on the past. There's no room for you to move forward. And and. And I, I think therapy has a place. So this is not me saying I don't like therapy. I do believe in therapy. I do believe it has a place. But for 99% of the guys that are going through this situation specifically, if you're only doing therapy, you're doing yourself a disservice because you're literally keeping yourself stuck in past shit and you're not able to actually move forward. So coaching is a way to move you forward. That's why if you notice most of the stuff we're talking about is techniques, exercises, tactics, reframes, mindsets to help you move forward. Like who wants to stay stuck where you're at? Anybody want to stay stuck? Like, do you guys like being comfortable and stuck where you're at? No. But that's what happens when we stay in the cycle and we don't have accountability. We don't have anybody to help point out the shit in our life to show us these things. And we don't pull punches. I was just talking to a guy in Messenger earlier today who had a call with our team and was basically an asshole. And he comes back to me and is like, who else can I talk to? And I'm like, nobody, because you're an asshole. And we don't deal with assholes here. I don't care how much fucking money you have. I'm not going to take it. Why? Because we don't just take everyone because of their money. We want to help people. And the only way we can help you is if you stop being an asshole and recognize you need to own your shit. And after the conversation continued, he recognized he was being an asshole and said, oh, my gosh, you're actually right. And this is how I showed up in my marriage. Guys, this is exactly what we do. We don't even recognize we're doing that until suddenly a man calls us out and says, hey, brother, 
I love you enough to tell you the truth. The, what you're doing right now is how you showed up in your marriage. And this is why your wife doesn't want to be married to you anymore. Fucking hurts. It hurts. It's not fun at all to hear that, but it's the damn truth and you need to hear it. I see messages all the time from guys and I'm like, bro, if you talk to, if, if I talk to my wife like that, it'd be hell to pay. She'd be like, excuse me, sir. This is not how you communicate with me. And this is what we do. And then we expect the woman to not leave us. Like, think about how asinine that is. You come in and you talk to her, like you basically call her a bitch, call her names, or, or you say shit to her. And then you expect her not to leave you. Are you kidding me? Who do you think you are? Fucking God. Like, how dare you leave me woman? Yes, exactly. How dare you think you can keep her to yourself from another man who's going to treat her way better. Women don't just get married on their wedding day and go, gosh, I just can't wait to have an affair. I just can't wait to cheat on my husband. That is not how they think. They think I am here to love this man. I want to love him through thick and thin. And some of them have put up with your bullshit for so many fucking years. And I say that with like as much cuss words as I can, because I want you to fucking remember it, that they have put up with your bullshit, your childlike behaviors. And that's why we say this isn't about saving the marriage. This is about saving the man, because you've been an arrogant asshole. And we can work with you if you become humble. I, I said all the time, I work with humble assholes. I don't work with arrogant assholes. Right. Hey, keep your edge on. That's fine. But when it comes to your wife, when it comes to your children, how you show up for them, that has got to change in order for you to become an empowered man. I mean, how many of you want to be a disempowered man? Fuck that. I don't want to be a disempowered man. That's why I started this program. As much as other men need it, I needed it. I needed it. And I'm like, I'm going to create a group of men where they don't ever have to think that they're by themselves going through all this shit. Because when I was going through it, I felt like I was all alone. I felt like there was nobody out there that understood me, understood my pain, understood what was happening inside of me and how I felt like I was dying. And now we've got this incredible group, 85, 90 guys, active, active clients right now. We've helped over 3000 men uh, go through this journey. It's fucking phenomenal. What were you going to say, Joey? Yeah. yeah. One thing I do want to add on to that to just kind of simplify the context of what you're saying, guys, the hard truth that all of you need to accept is the communication and dialogue that enabled other high value men to appreciate and respect you is not going to be the same thing that enables a high value woman to respect you. You need to learn to speak her language. And what am I saying? Man, the way you talk to your guys and your boys should not be the same way you talk to your fucking wife. You need to have a frame that allows for her to not only feel safe, but emits trust. You know, those guys that are, we hear this all the time and it, it's unfortunate, but the guys that are like, oh man, we haven't had sex in like a year. I just don't understand why she doesn't trust me. It starts with your communication and her safety. The more she's able to trust you, the more she will be able to have lust towards you. That was good. That was, that good. was good. Man, but it, it's true. You know, I have... Uh, there's one gentleman that comes to mind and he's from New York. He's been around for years. He's got a strong frame. Mark, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And man, I remember one of the first calls I got on, he had this like deep voice and he was just direct and assertive. You know, he grew up in Brooklyn and I was like, brother, do you talk to your wife this way? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, dude, you're literally like, 
so much right now. It's tough to take in and I'm through a computer. Guys, slow down a little bit. Bring your tone down a little bit. Because if she, if someone doesn't feel safe with you, they're sure as hell not going to want to communicate with you. Less grunting, more communicating. And if you don't know how, check out the five-day challenge. The link is in the chat. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is, guys, if you're just getting started with us and you're trying to figure out, hey, is this, is this a group that I want to be a part of? Um, you know, Thrive's not for everyone, and we don't take everyone in Thrive. Um, it, it, is, it is an investment. Um, in yourself. And so the five day challenge is always the, I would say the fastest way to get a crash course in being an empowered man. Um, we've got the link there. Essentially over the first, those five days, you're going to get an assignment every single day. Um, the first zero day zero, you won't get an assignment. It's going to be prep work, getting you ready, getting you in, making sure you have everything. Um, our team will even, you know, reach out to you to make sure you've got access to the, to the group. It's a private community that we have for it. Um, and then every day you're going to get emailed uh, a new assignment. You'll log into your portal and you'll watch the training on it. And then you'll do the two exercises around it. There's usually some sort of action thing we want you to do. And then you're going to actually post that in our Facebook group, uh, not the free Facebook group. Make sure you're in the five day challenge Facebook group to actually do that. But the benefit, man, is this, is that you're going to get some clarity that you probably didn't have before. Even if you've heard my podcasts or whatever, the exercises themselves are, I would say, simple, yet super powerful and effective. Um, and I, I just recommend it for everyone. Even if you've been a Thrive client, you should still go through it because it's going to give you a reframe, a reset to who you are, who you want to be, how you're showing up, et cetera, um, and, and doing the work that it takes to become empowered. The disempowered life dies the second you choose to live an empowered way. And that empowered way is, is who we are around here. Um, empowered man isn't a... Uh, <laughs> We're not a guru led like, oh, we're going to go through the SEALs training and fucking do all this shit like that stuff has its place. What we're here to do is bring emotional intelligence and awareness to men so that they can be empowered in their heart. And that empowered heart leads to an empowered life and it leads to an empowered body, leads to an empowered business, empowered in all these other things. All these blessings that I have, all this, um, the wealth that I've been able to create, all that stuff did not come from me just being smart or being a hard worker. It came from empowerment. The way I talk to my team, the way I train my team, the way I um, hire people, all those things came from empowerment. Because Mark Santiago, five years ago, was a disempowered little bitch. And through his divorce, through the things he went through, is the man you see right here. All the, the stuff you've heard me say on podcasts and all those things, I didn't have the balls to say that years ago. I was too afraid. What are people going to think? If anybody follows my Facebook ads, you'll see the hate I get. You'll see the shit people talk about me. They'll talk about everything because that's what people do who are little little men. And uh, I'm not here to uh, to brag on me, but really to brag on what we've created as a team and what we've created as an organization. And it's really powerful. Um, so we want you to be a part of that. I want to invite you to the five-day challenge. Uh, if that's the place you're at where you're trying to figure us out, trying to get to know us, is this something I want to be a part of? Cool. Check it out. It's there. Uh, click the link on it. It'll show you, uh, tell you all about what comes in it. Um, and if you feel like, Ken, you know what? I like these guys. I like what I'm hearing. I want to talk to an advisor about joining this Thrive program. The Thrive program sounds amazing. It's fucking amazing. It's 90 days, um, a very structured approach. Um, and I'm not going to call on anybody because I don't think it's, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but it's a 90 day structured approach to getting your power back. Um, we, we cover very tactical things. So it's both strategic and tactical at the same time. 
what, what I mean by that is it's strategically meant to help you navigate this road from where you are now as a disempowered man to an empowered man through communication, through ownership and leadership. And those are the three kind of main strategic areas that we focus on. And by doing that, you start doing exercises that, I mean, as Andrew said right there, changed his life. Um, it, and that's our goal is to change every fucking man's life. Some say they it saved their life. I know many guys who've said, I wanted to commit suicide before I joined. I wanted to hurt myself. I wanted to just pack it all in and just move away to Wisconsin or something and give up on my kids. I mean, that's why we say we save families because men need to be there for their children. That was one thing I learned through all of this shit was no matter what happened with my wife, I had to be there for my kids. Um, I was just sharing with my team this is the last thing I'm going to say before I wrap. Um, my my 10 year old son for Christmas wrote me a card, and it was a simple card. You know, he wrote it in marker, and 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 at the end he said, "P.S. You're the best dad anyone could ever have." And I fucking broke. Here I am, Christmas morning. All the kids are opening their presents. It, it wasn't some you know magical toy that I got. It wasn't some you know I'm I'm into like cool shit like iPhones and so it wasn't wasn't anything like that. It was this simple piece of paper from my ten year old son saying you're the best dad I could ever have, and I fucking broke because it said to me I'm not repeating the cycle. I am not repeating the cycle. I refuse to repeat the cycle. And I don't care if divorce came in or not. I refuse to repeat the cycle. I will be a man who's empowered and I will show my sons and my daughters what it's like to be an empowerment. I have four and three bonus kids. So I have seven total who get to watch me every day live this life out. And where I fail, I know there's strength somewhere else spiritually that I can call upon. But I know that I must live this life not just for myself, but also for them. So guys, if you're thinking about your empowerment, we always tell you, hey, look, you got to do it for you first, then your kids. You got to do this for you first, then your kids. Just like when you're on an airplane, right? The mask dropped down. You got to put the mask over you before you can put it on your child. Your child is of no use if you're trying to, you're trying to put it on them and you yourself are, are, are dying from the suffocation of the smoke. You're not of any use to them because you can't help them until you can help yourself. So if you're on the fence, you're thinking about, man, do I do this empowerment stuff? Do I do the five-day challenge? Do I do Thrive? Fucking get in there and start doing the work on you. It will change and save your life. Guys, I'm so thankful for you. We got to run. This was good having you. If you want the um, uh, this video again, we'll send it out later on this week. Uh, my team will post it and uh, get it sent over to you. See ya. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.